I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When Terry did the ginger snapper, it came out. I was like, oh no, Terry, what have you done? Not again. You've been ruining it all the whole show. And then when he laid it over the face, I was like, you legend. Hello and welcome to Bake Off Undressed. I am Matt, aka Topless Baker. I am a YouTuber, Instagrammer, and basically a giant Great British Bake Off fan. And we are here every week to bless your ears with all things Bake Off. So we have just watched the Bake Off episode and we are going to give you all the gossip, all the chat, all the highs, all the lows from what has just happened last night in Bake Off. But today I am joined... By a very special guest. This is the first episode, so we need a special guest. You know, we can't start things off on a low note. I have got with me Juliet Sear. Who is the, did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. <laughs> you didn't put an S on the end like most people Okay, do. <laughs> good. She is a baking expert. You have been on ITV. You've got a YouTube channel. You are an Instagrammer. You've done work for the BBC Good Food Kids. Kids? Kids. <laughs> got that right. Kids YouTube channel. I mean... An all-round baking legend, I would say. Well, that's too kind of you, Matt. That's, that's too kind. I wouldn't say that, but I've been doing it for a long time, so... But um, there is one thing that you have done that is very relevant today because you have been heavily involved in the Bake Off and kind of the run-up to Bake Off in designing all the cakes for the adverts. So everything we see on the bus stops, in the papers, on the Channel 4 adverts, everything. You designed it all. I suppose I did, yes. You I never thought about it like that. I, yeah, I did. I was really lucky. It's a brilliant job um I was just in consultancy on it so I kind of came in um when the ad was sort of being created and came up with all the kind of little characters and then backwards and forwards and yeah six weeks work on that what do you call yourself a cake consultant it's really difficult because I've I got lots that. of different names for different things <laughs> but yeah it's hard to say because like with well uh, you know it's difficult isn't it I'm not just a baker I kind of do lots of like consultancy as well yeah I suppose so. that is a great job so I'm a cake designer and consultant for yeah. um tv shows <laughs> but it was a pleasure to have you on and you are going to be a fantastic first guest but we are going to move into the first segment of the show which I'm very excited about because it's oh, are we just we were whooping in the background there <laughs> <laughs> so it's the first episode we're back on bake-off and I just want to get your impressions. What do you think? Because it's been off for a year. We've been away from it. We've kind of forgotten it. We've been wrapped up in Love Island. But now we're back to the real thing, the Bake Off. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult, actually, I think, as well, because, like, being sort of immersed in it for the last couple of months and everything. So it's kind of, I think it's a lot of anticipation. It's almost like you watch it and get a bit dazed with the first episode because you're taking it all in. <laughs> you know, it's like back in the tent. Um, yeah, and no, I thought it was, I think it was good. I mean, I'm still kind of processing it all, really, just still trying to... Just thinking about Noel Fielding's shirt, really. That was a that was a great and some great <laughs> tweets about the shirt too, which we probably can't actually mention here because some of them were quite rude. But I was I was nervous at the start because I I can't really handle their comedy at the beginning. I'm sometimes a little bit cringing at their jokes, but I thought they nailed it this yeah. year, and they also 
it was fire what they did to Prue, just calling her out for the tweet at the beginning where she gave away the winner last year. I mean, they just, they burned her from the beginning. That was good though. I think they had to just cover that off. They just had to do that. Everyone was just like, yes, like that is out the way. If she does it again, it's okay because they've just covered it this year. They've obviously, (laughs) they've put those, those places in places. Put that in its box. Let's forget about it. It's never going to happen again. They've dealt it. Maybe, unless Paul, maybe someone else will do something silly. <laughs> so next up is the icing on the cake and your soggy bottom moments. We've, we've captioned this quite nicely here because we've got some very relevant terms. So what I want you to talk me through is one of your moments that made the show, your highs and your lows. So your soggy bottom, your low moment, okay. and then your icing on the cake, which was your favourite moment yeah, of the show. Yeah, tricky. I think straight away, icing on the cake, I can say without a doubt, when Terry did the ginger snack, it came out, I was like, oh no, Terry, what have you done? Not again, you've been ruining it all, the whole show. And then when he laid it over the face, I was like, you legend. And it was just like, yes, I was like rooting for Terry. He pulled it back. So that was definitely the icing on the cake for me. I'm a hundred, I always totally agree with that because when he, he said he was going to use Twill and I've had nightmares yeah, with Twill before. Silly. And I was like, he had a Twill about the size of a table. Doing? I was like, mate, that is going to, like, that is a disaster waiting to happen. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to put it over a 3D face mold. How did, he hang proved on, us wrong. How did he make a 3D mold of his face? That's well, what, that's another, that's a whole other show, That's a whole show, other topic. It? It's a whole Maybe, different show. <laughs> Bake Off Undress Part 2. Making your talking own moulds. Te- Maybe we'll get Terry on to talk about his yeah. 3D moulding skills. A, if it wasn't quite so hot, you could just have done it over a real face, couldn't you? But it would probably burn your face off. Or it would have been funny if he just like draped it over his, his face. face. <laughs> <laughs> and your soggy bottom, your worst oh, moment. I mean, nothing massively standing out. I didn't like it when... Um, now, it's terrible because they're all new to us. So I can't yes, remember his name. There was a one guy, um, I think he might have been, is it someone Jenkins? Welsh? John, John. John. Um, when he was like mixing up the battery and it was making a really horrible noise, it just made me go. Can you make the noise? Just in case anyone missed it. It was kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't nice. And I just thought when he was making the noise and being all vigorous with it and I was just doing this face and it just put me off anything like I wouldn't eat anything else that he ever like Matt I wouldn't want to eat anything he created for the context and the BTS when yeah, he did that like, on the TV yeah. Juliet literally like crawled into her skin she was like oh my goodness like she just she freaked out of that see I personally had an issue with Karen so Karen biscuit so first challenge they they've been in the the tent for what an hour she finishes her biscuit early and she starts chomping on some salt vinegar squares there's Manon over there helping out old mate I don't know what his name was because he's having a pickle with his shortbread that's melting and she's just sat there she's got three packets of crisps not yeah. just one she's got some hula hoops as well she just opens up her Tupperware and just starts chomping not helping anyone else and just she's looks looking smug looking quite nonchalant just like sitting there like just like, watching it all but I mean respect I mean but I then her biscuits were, were crap weren't yeah, they yeah it was so funny it was like you should have spent more time on your biscuits <laughs> <laughs> love should have spent more time on your biscuits rather yes. than chowing down on your squares so um, speaking of biscuits you have a long career in baking and baking biscuits so how did you get started in cooking and baking oh gosh um, completely by accident um, I love eating food food's my passion and I was always cooking loads of savoury food and when um, George my son had his first kind of party I decided to make him a massive cake, and I did, and I just really enjoyed it. Um, was it a good cake? It was a really good cake. It was a hedgehog. Oh, see, when is- I first started baking, it was a disaster. Like, it tasted like bricks. I remember making a Nigella Lawson chocolate orange cake, 
And I brought it around to a friend's house and nobody ate it because, Aww. yeah. Well, yeah, I think I'm, I did dabble in baking when I was a teenager and it was crap. I remember doing like one <laughs> Super Mario like mushroom thing like for somebody. Um, it was supposed to be a sponge cake and it did turn out like a biscuit. But yeah, what? Yeah. You went in big. You've gone a Super Mario cake and then a hedgehog cake. I mean, you didn't start off like a Vicky sponge, really no. simple. You were just like, yeah, I'm just <laughs> going to make a giant Super Mario cake. Yeah, I made the old little mushroom thing. But yeah, I made a cake for George and I, just, I loved it. I got into the kind of um, craft side in, of it. I just loved it. Um, I just kind of started practicing. And this was like a long time before like Sex and the City, before cakes were trendy. So I had to go to a funny little Salvation Army place to learn how to do cake skills. There was no YouTube. Salvation Army? Yeah. Like, Taught cake skills? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. God, so there was no like you youngsters today. There was no YouTube or anything like that. Like there was some crappy books with really bad novelty See, cakes. See, I'm a YouTube taught baker. Yeah. You're a Salvation Army taught yeah, baker. exactly. I just, that blows my mind that you <laughs> learnt to bake from the Salvation Army. Yeah, it's like a sugar craft club, but yeah, just practice. <laughs> yeah. But they were brilliant. All these old ladies who were really lovely. I mean, some of them were Still in Still in touch 80s. with some of them? Um, I used to be. I used to be until I moved from Southend. But yeah, I've always kept in touch. They're really supportive. But they taught me lots of stuff, like really old-fashioned sugar craft skills and really kind of like, yeah, loads of Classically trained then. But then, well, I mean... Not really in the Salvation Army, but they taught me loads of stuff. But then I <laughs> hey, kind of Doris, you know, she did a great job trying to teach to kind you. of my modern day way of doing things. And yeah, I think I was just really lucky because I got into it like way ahead of the trend. So um, when I did actually set up my first proper cake business, I did one wedding fair, and from then I was like just fully booked. That's unbelievable. So I think it's lucky because now you know what it's like because everyone's baking. It's like there's loads it's just of, bakers, the loads thing of amazing to do. bakeries out there. So yeah. And Maybe I was just lucky because I'm not that great. I just got in. <laughs> and you baked for a lot of famous people though throughout your career, yeah. right? So who has been the, the most most famous person you've baked for or the, the your favourite oh, person you've baked for? Gosh, um, that's a really hard one because I've got a bit of an emotion. I, I did pe- a lot for Peaches Geldof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, she was brilliant and really creative. Loved working with her. And actually did um, a lovely one for Bob. Bob Geldof and Pixie for a joint, which was a massive cake. I love you just like Pixie. And they smashed it up just with like, a machete. No, just drop Pixie. Looks like first name basis. Yeah. It's me and Pix. Um, oh, but my favourite ever. Oh, Kate Moss is a goodie because. Oh, oh sorry. I yeah, just Kate. I forgot about her. Yeah, Kate Moss. Oh. And I saw Fern Cotton just tweeted you that wedding cake you made her. Yeah. Oh, if you just go on Twitter and look up Fern Cotton and the tweet that she just did Instagram, about you. Instagram, wasn't it? Was it an Instagram? I think it is Instagram. Yeah. Everything. She She's did lovely. the most unbelievable wedding cake. Yeah, I did Fern's wedding cake for her and Jessie. I did her uh, birthday cake too. <laughs> yeah. I'm so jell well, of your first name basis with these celebs. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, I think, yeah. Oh, when I, I used to work in a London bakery, we did cakes for like all sorts, like Beckhams and like just royalty. And I've, I've made a cake for Prince Harry. It's quite good, isn't it? Okay, yeah, I'm, like, gonna, I'm just yeah. uh, feeling a little bit left out here because I've made a cake for my sister and that's about us. You know, it's just fun because you get a lot of creative budgets. You get like creative budgets and in big budgets, you get <laughs> okay, creative people. I get people. paid lots of money No, no, to make but like it's not, they're usually having like big bashes. They, it's quite a challenge. And then like, yeah, so, I mean, not all of them, some, some, some of them, like, it's not a huge budget, but really creative people and they want like big, like amazing cakes. And I think my favourite ever, can I just, I know I'm waffling now, but when my favourite ever cake we did, I think, was um, the really, 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 really rude one we did for Nick Grimshaw. It's done a couple for Nick Grimshaw, but we did a really rude one that was very graphic um, I haven't seen it. Can we Google it? You, you can. Like, so basically, we, go, we we did it on his ra- on the Radio 1 show. And um, 
it was kind of a bit of a prank. And my friend Dan actually decorated it. He's Radio 1 rock show DJ. He decorated it, took it in. And he was just like speechless when he saw it because it was really gross. And so they like put it on Twitter and stuff and like the picture was out there. And then like later on, they were like, we've got to remove the picture. It's, um, they've had loads of complaints. It's too obscene to be on the, on the BBC like Twitter and stuff. But yeah, I think if you, if you Google Nick Grimshaw rude cake, it does come up. So I think, yeah, it was just fun. It was so horrible. It's like a purple vein warrior. Okay, like, I need to just. We're gonna oh, after horrible. this. I'm gonna Google very quickly because I just you've made it, it out so to be the worst thing life-like. ever. Life-like. We we sculpted it okay, with marzipan. That, it was brilliant. She, you should have seen Juliet just like rubbed her hands up and down the table there, sculpting <laughs> something that I'm gonna guess is shaped like a phallus. Now moving on to phallus shapes. This is called. That takes the cake. And we're going to call out the best and the worst comments from social media throughout the, uh, throughout the episode because it was a hotbed this week. I mean, Twitter was blowing up. Like, it just was on fire. Everyone was tweeting about everything that happened during Bake Off. So I would like for you to pick your, your best and your worst moments from, that you found out but on social I media. Can I be honest? Yeah? I was too busy watching the programme. Oh, <laughs> so they're going to hand it back to me then. Yeah, you're the... You're the I mean, social media expert here, so you can tell me what everyone was saying. I mean, I saw some funny things from the Bake Off feed, but generally I was trying they to were, just watch the show. They were fine. So the, my, the best moment, and I think this was the most tweeted about moment, was, I'm going to get his name wrong, was, was it Dan? Was it Dan who tweeted? Yeah. He did the selfie biscuit of him and his baby, and the baby looked like... Uh, how back can we to- say this? Yeah, back to your... F- phallus shaping hands that you're doing over there the baby did not look like a baby and everyone was tweeting about the fact that it didn't look like it funny, a baby it? and it looked well paul hollywood said it looked like a prawn but that was he was just being i mean yeah yeah there you, go. you have to wonder if that's what he think a prawn well, that's maybe like. i think is, of a good idea you know they do all the different weeks on the bake-off they should do an x-rated week where they have to make a rude cake shouldn't they that'd be really fun Julia, is at, you just see her face right now. She's adamant that this is a great idea. She's like, yes, I'm, I'm going to go pitch it to them tonight. Yeah. Um, worst moment. Well, this isn't really a worst moment on social, but everyone was calling up Prue's necklace and they said it looked like a game of Kaplunk. Well, I mean, how dare they? Funnily enough, like, I, I actually love that <laughs> necklace because when we did the pictures of the, um, when we did the judges' cakes for the buses... Oh, we've got to talk about those. So if anyone hasn't seen, there were some... Big cakes that were made, two tier cakes, three tier cakes three that tiers, were made yeah. of the judges. So like fondant, fondant cakes. Yeah, they're con- yeah. That they've been cake everywhere. Cake traits, I like to call them. There we go. cake traits. They've been on buses, on the front of newspapers, and they are amazing replica, cartoon replicas, basically. Yeah. Of the, the judges. Manny or something, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Kind of like. And you made them all. Yeah. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. 
Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So for the cake traits, how difficult were they to do? Because they look impeccable i'm looking at the icing particularly paul's trousers so i'm i'm piping now i'm thinking you're piping up to create like i don't was it like a ribbon like a ribbed effect to his yeah, trousers? so that's what you call your classical like um candy stripe piping oh, okay doris from the salvation army yeah yeah so i love the way that you're doing that so you 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 I'm if you up. were gonna pipe it you would try and pipe it up and yeah. then it would go horribly wrong no yeah it would so what you do when you do that <laughs> you um basically it's just using more icing you've got to get the right consistency oh, and you I just thought it was buttercream. you would no no see it would have gone oh Oh, no. I've just lost my job <laughs> at Juliet's Bakery for Channel 4. But um, no, you just basically, so what you do is you um, attach a, a part, of, uh, attach the royal icing to the top of the cake mm-hmm. and then you have to just bring your piping bag away and just let gravity do the job. Like let, imagine you're like, you know, like a plumb line and just you've got to trust it. You've just got to let gravity. What kind of piping nozzle are we going for here? Just a number three nozzle is what you want. A number, a number oh, so three, a thin, yeah. quite a thin. Yeah. Oh, see, to me it looked like a 1M. We're getting no, really no, no, deep no, about piping No, not 1M, that's a star so, nozzle. Yeah, but I thought it was a 1M. Uh, to me the picture looked like a star nozzle really? buttercreamed down. No. Wow, if you so don't know what three, a nozzle is, you're going to just be really confused. That's probably about 500 stripes on those bloody pool trousers. Oh, see, I thought it was just like one big no. stripe about 15 times. No, no, wow. no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Okay. Yeah. No. And so they were all kind of look different heights yes. they weren't, so how does that work so basically what we had to do was um go on wikipedia and find their real heights no. <laughs> even though you think because i thought oh no fielding's really 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 tall but he's not actually that much taller and then oh and then like oh get paul hollywood and prue realizing that prue's a bit taller than paul but we can't really <gasps> put him like that so <laughs> like so yeah prue and paul are a similar height and then you've got little little diddy sandy did you have to do like width as well? So like height and like chunkiness? Yeah, so not too much on the chunkiness side because you don't want to be yeah, offending anyone. Wanna, yeah, but yeah, we tried poor. to get all of the all of the heights um, as, as close to scale as that we could. That is insane. Yeah. So you had to get scaled height. Yeah. So it looks right, doesn't it, when they're all sitting together in their group as they should be. And was there any particular order they had to go in? Like front to back? Yeah, but I just, that wasn't my choice. That was just, I think we had an art director who was like put them where they needed to be <laughs> i love that but i just think they look really nice when they're all together like if you saw them separately you probably wouldn't know who they were really and that's nice they're kind of like a kind of like lego man style cake trait because you know when you get those cakes where someone's tried to make a realistic version of something like mariah carey and it just looks like someone's <laughs> basically brought someone back to mariah life and they carey. look like shit so it's <laughs> difficult whereas the, those cakes are nice because it's a nod to different Elements of their their look or their, their style, person, like yeah. Prue's necklace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sandy's. Do you like Sandy's Elvisy hair? Like her quiff. I took great pride in her. Be honest, quiff. didn't see it, but oh, hang on, I'm being Did shown a notice? picture. Yeah, oh, so Sandy's wow. had a makeover. Like so. And look at the glasses. Yeah. Oh, see, wow. see, you were just focusing on Paul's trousers. I was literally looking at Paul's it. crotch a lot and just I looking know. at that piping work. Yeah, but um, Paul's prawn. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so Noel, we did like a galaxy effect um, on his trousers because I was thinking of him like being in leather trousers, yeah. um, all kind of like shiny and sort of cosmic. And then he, we did like um, 
an oil painting shirt because he's obviously he's an artist so I wanted to kind of bring elements of you know that as well as not just look but what he's about not that I'm obsessed with Noel did you flavour the cakes like you know an orange cake for Paul or <laughs> yeah. yeah orange cake for Paul okay. and yeah rainbow cake for Noel Love decadent it. chocolate for Naughty Prue and a nice Scandi flavour for Sandy look at that the thought that's gone into yeah. these is just beyond the picture <laughs> So, yeah, I liked that necklace because I really enjoy con- constructing it. Yeah, it's kind of like um, I made her, I recreated a necklace out of a bit of wire and some petal paste. But um, I thought it was nice because it was very textural. It had all the different, like, spiky bits. Would you wear it yourself? Um, no. No? No, I, I don't really do a necklace. No. I think she's, she's uh, that's one of the first signatures. Though. She was wearing loads of necklaces last year, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she matches it with her. There was, I saw someone on Twitter actually make their own necklace and they just used multicoloured yeah. um, clothing <laughs> pegs that they put saw, around their neck. I think it suited her, though. I think everyone's got their own looks. And I think she she rocks it. I thought I thought she looked quite with good. With the glasses. I'd love yeah. to have that colour coordination every day. I mean, not that I wear necklaces, but, you know, that colour coordination <laughs> with my glasses every day. Yeah. I would, I would totally <laughs> love that. A very interesting topic now. Yeah. You might hand this one back to me again. Probably. I'm not doing very well, am I? This is Spoon, Fork, Knife. So have you ever played like... Snog, snog Marry, Marry and Void. Yeah, or Snog, Marry, Kill. <laughs> if, we, if we're <laughs> going to be honest about it. So would you would you like to care to give me your, your Spoon, Fork, Knives for the episode? It's difficult because... I think I'm still a bit of a blur about everything I've just watched. And also, I, you know, it's when it's the first week, you're kind of just getting to know people. You don't want to, no you one's don't really standing them, yeah. out, to be honest. <laughs> if you had to do a cu- nice, like a nice cuddly one, is Terry, old Tezza. Should we me touch Tezza on Terry like quickly? You, you were like, like that. I would just, he can be all three. Can I spoon, fork, and. Why would you knife but I wouldn't him? Kill, at the end, I'd kill him out of pity because he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I did. I, can we talk about Terry for a minute? Who just went from it was like a roller coaster ride for Terry, wasn't it? I mean, the poor guy tries to make chocolate so lambs. Broken, doesn't he? Oh, the lambs! Oh, the lambs! Ah, the melty lambs. I think they were like they, those biscuits looks bad. I thought that was quite a funny, yeah. funny tweet from them. But then brings it back with the three D face that yeah. we spoke about earlier. Amazing! And he just, I think, out of the whole show, he's the only not saying like you know when you. Saw, they're all new, so like characters that pop out. I cared about him quite a lot. I thought he was, yeah. And a mustache game, hundred yeah, percent strong. Brilliant. Well, gel of that. I still can't grow a mustache. Would you kill? Would you kill any? Who would you kill? Well, we haven't got to spoon. We haven't forked anyone yet. Well, I said, I'll have him as well then. <laughs> You're going to fork Terry, okay? So you've just forked him. Um, I'm probably going to fork Ruby. I mean, there's a lot of chat online about Ruby, and she was a she was a good looking girl, She's but she had a lot of sass. She I was, liked, yeah, she was sassy. I thought she was going to hit Paul Hollywood oh, at one point. I thought she was going to smash her biscuit down when they, you know, when they said to her that her biscuit was no good, she was like, how dare you say this to me? And I thought she was going to smash it on the counter. I would, oh, that would have been gold. That yeah. would have been gold. But she is, she is a stunner. She's got confidence, she is. But I She's did just get engaged to Sasha, if you're listening. I'm not going to fork um, Ruby, so I'm sorry about that. And Manon was quite a, quite a nice looking girl, wasn't she? And yeah, and the French accent. French accent, yeah. uh, Manon was quite a good looking. I love yes. the way you explained yeah. that there. And then, UK, okay, you see you've knifed Terry's... Terry's had, like, the greatest ride of his life and <laughs> yeah. you just killed him. Yeah, just want to okay. kill him off before he has any more heartbreak. And I'm knifing Karen, again, because of the crisp the incident. Crispy Karen. <laughs> Crispy Karen has just taken a knife because the root, just the sheer... She wasn't helpful. She wasn't being caring to anyone else. She was just cheek. like, just my crisps. When you go into the tent, you're a family, right? Regardless of, you know, who who's the winner. And she just did not look after Do you think she was a bit overly confident? She just thought, oh, I've nailed this and just yeah. like, well, I'm going to sit back and... You could just see the smugness mm. on her face. 
So she has been nice. Maybe she's going to be chopped next week. Goodbye. I don't. She looks like she's got some talent though. Yeah. I'm going to have to say good goodbye, goodbye, Karen. And who's your pick for Master Baker? So Master Baker, who you know, Manon obviously yeah, was. Yeah, I thought that baker. was fair. I thought she was. She did really well, and she did deserve it. But I think if I had to pick someone else, I'd have gone with Bryony. I thought she um, she was really good. I thought I liked her. Master, if I had to pick, she was the baker. one that picked a biscuit that wasn't from. She said Bristol didn't have a local biscuit. Oh yeah, because I would be. I would find it hard to pick my local biscuit. What would your local biscuit be? I mean, my local... I'm from Norfolk, so that's like mustard, commons, mustard. Can you even get mustard biscuits? I don't... Cheesy mustard biscuit or something, but that's what I mean. So you can't think of a biscuit? No, no. So maybe I'm being a little bit harsh on Bryony there. Yeah, see... She, you, you had an issue with she, her. Well, she was going on about boiling the eggs <laughs> to make the egg yolks all special, magical, to do something really great to the biscuits. And I thought, what the... F- what, what are you going on about? <laughs> Just say it. not heard of that before. Um, Juliet lost and it I was just like, I've never heard of that. Seems a bit over the top, just warming up in the middle of an egg yolk. Like, is it really going to make any difference? You were pretty, you were pretty I, I content. I sounded silly. Yeah, she, Juliet kind of erupted in front of the TV <laughs> and was like, that is BS. Like, if I had to, if, right, if I had to warm up my yolks for whatever purpose I had to do it, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't boil them in the shell and then have to like break them and I would probably like separate them and put the yolks into some warm water until they like came up to body temperature and do that rather than having piss about the shell and it might all go in the dough and so your knowledge there was great because in my head she'd actually physically boiled the egg and then what she was going to do was peel off the white and grate the yolk into the biscuit but now that i'm thinking about it that doesn't make any sense i was like yeah obviously it doesn't make sense because she's just grated egg into the biscuit that was what i genuinely thought in my head she must have only just warmed it like she couldn't have got it much hotter than body temperature so why what is the purpose flip, of would that? You do that like just just warm it up is that bit, just yeah. for the sake of bringing ingredients you know when you read a recipe well, it says I mean, bring ingredients to the same temperature sometimes i think people i think my grated my grated yolk technique is something better like, say than if you want an iced yolk or something for like pastry then you just put it you separate it put it into ice water and whip it out with your fingers don't I've you never use an iced yolk well, that word that's what, so like, i'd warm it up like iced yolk i like that iced yolk okay well that was you know that was some my master baker i this is tough because i thought manon did deserve it she was definitely a master baker star baker but good. Aside from Dan's phallic-looking baby, his royal icing skills were undeniable. He was good at colouring in. Very good. You actually... <laughs> <laughs> that is what you did say. You said... I said, his is amazing. You said, well, he just coloured it in. That's all he did. Uh, it's, he, not really, it, it's got good decoration techniques, but not Master Baker. Like, really? He's good okay. at decorating, like making things but I wouldn't say stiff judgment here from Master you Master Baker like he was really neat and I guess he lovely didn't he guess he didn't in. do that well maybe earlier no, on no that's what I mean he wasn't great at baking like, his wagon he's... wheels were shocking yeah I think so what do you think about next week what do you what kind of crisps do you think Karen's gonna <laughs> chomp on massive pot of Massive full tube of Pringles, I reckon. You think she's going to go four yeah, tube? she'll spend like five seconds on a bit of bacon and then just sit there in the corner bogging everyone out eating some Pringles. Or could she switch up to a chocolate bar? Maybe she's, you know, she's going to she go... Might. Or she could go something savoury. Who knows? Just more crisps. But next week is cake week for anyone cake that, that yep. didn't So didn't that'll see. be a good week, I think. And um, we did see a little bit of a preview and lots of chocolate disasters mm. because the heat is an issue, right? Because we've yeah. had a hot summer in England that unbelievably hot summer yeah. you know it's the classic the newspapers like it's hotter than morocco it's like yes for about two hours it was hotter than morocco daily mail but it is not usually hotter than morocco 
But it was filmed, it was right? It was wasn't it? Yeah, so we went to the tent in... Well, here we go, a little inside yeah, knowledge here we, go. Here, we went there. It was, I think they were doing the quarterfinals and it was heat wave. Yeah, heat wave time. It was about 35 and we were having to do um, a massive... The showstopper, you know, at the end of the ad when they bring on the sort of like one that sings... Um, it was a three-tiered vanilla with yeah, the chocolate drip, right? Yeah, that's it. So we were doing that. So all the buttercream, edible flowers. Throw it on your Insta. Yeah, edible, edible flowers. flowers. They die, don't they, after about half an hour of being out the fridge <laughs> in a normal day. Like, and then, so we were having to do that and they had about five fans blowing on us. It was awful. And, but they said, like, they were prepping for the show the next day and they, the poor buggers were doing chocolate week. So it must have been awful. That is, like, tempering chocolate in that heat is impossible. It'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? I mean, be able to do it. But it just even looked in that preview of the episode, people were making like chocolate oh, lace wrappers for maybe, their cake. I don't know what time when they were filming that. Maybe it wasn't as hot, but it didn't, I mean, it just didn't look great, did it? Now that you are a Bake Off insider, that's why we got you on week one, because we need that Bake Off inside knowledge. Can you give us any goss? What can you tell us? You've probably got a massive NDA that you're sitting on, yeah. but poor Hollywood. Did he just get back from holiday or is his, is his turn fake? Well, I mean, I couldn't possibly comment on that because when I went, I think that must have been bef- like after his t- tan had faded. <laughs> because when I saw him, he wasn't that orange. Oh, So okay. I think maybe he went on holiday, started off the series, he'd just gone back refreshed, was really super orange. But by the time I got there, it died off. So definitely patches on his hands. That's a, you know, sometimes if I've, <laughs> if I've done it before in my life, I've got like patches on my ankles, on my, my hands. I can't say I saw any patches. Okay, so, you didn't yeah. look that close. No, not that close. Who's your Who's your favourite well, I mean, judge to chat to? Oh, Noel Fielding. Yeah, he's, super nice guy well, in real life. He's, well, more presenter, isn't he? He's lovely. I mean, we're all big fans of him in in our household. Like the kids grew up on Mighty Boosh. We love him. Like the kids worship him. We watch all the shows, and he's really inspirational. For, like all my kids are into art, so we've got all his books. We've got some of his visual artwork. So I must say, like the first, I actually did the um, ad the year before as well. So I've got Just a bit of a story on. here. So basically, yeah, the first year um, we did the ad, um, it was the year that um, Sandy and Noel, it was all new. It was the first like, Channel 4 that moved across. I'm such a sad hour. I knew I'd seen Noel Fielding and um, everyone was like, you've got to be really careful, you know, sign the NDAs, no pictures allowed. But um, I said, if I had seen Noel, I'm, I'm going to go up to him. He, he pulled up and he went in the toilet and Lola called me. She's like, no, it's in the toilet. So I went outside the toilet to wait for him to come out. You stalked Noel Fielding outside yeah, the toilet. Yeah, guy. He was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, but I was a bit, yeah. So no, you but had I don't a real celebrity yeah, I think he's crush brilliant. kind of fangirl moment. He's brilliant. Though. I did have a fangirl moment. It was, yeah, but he's just lovely. He's really nice. And then after, after that, after I embarrassed myself... Um, for the rest of the day, it was quite fun. But yeah, gossip-wise, I don't think I can tell you anything that exciting, I'm afraid. Just for, for me, though, have you ever met Mary Berry? Yeah, lots of times. Oh, yeah, lots of this. So we've got Prince She's Harry, not- Kate Moss, <laughs> Pixie, who we don't even know, Pixie Geldof, I think. Uh, and then we've got Meza Beza. Meza Beza, Maz. Is she, is she Maz and Tezza. And you've got nicknames <laughs> to them all. This is just She's brilliant. really nice, Mary Berry. Yeah? Yeah. So who do you think's going to win next week? Starbaker and also who do you think's going to kick off? Gosh, I think, I mean, I'm a bit worried for my, for my Tezza in case he's like... Tezzy. If he, get, if he gets, well, he's if he gets dead. kicked he's off. He's dead apparently because yeah. you've knifed like, him. Because he, he was doing like loads of like really bad mistakes. Um, <laughs> so I think maybe he might go. Because I think if he hadn't pulled it back with the face, he would have been off. So to be honest, fact, I think his face wasn't actually that fantastic. It, it was, was just the fact it was, it was 3D. It was 3D, but it, it did look... I mean, the painting effect looked amazing and he was very, like, showing, like, artistic artistic flair that no one else had. So don't knock it, okay? I just think, you know, Dan, who did a great job decorating and you just called out Tezzy. Yeah, but okay, no, so, but, so I reckon so Tezzy's in he trouble. Might, he might... Um, 
Who, I mean, a Welsh guy. I think the Welsh, the Welsh guy's guy, in trouble. Yeah, what, with the Welsh what, guy with the Welsh name? Do we have uh, the, a, we have a name batter. for Mr. Welshman? He he's not great, is he? John, he's not, there we he's go. Not doing, he's he's not a standout. Um, I think again, like I think Manon's re- obviously really good. Bryony, Ruby's obviously like I think Ruby's to start with. She was she's got good skills. She's we very, said this: if Ruby can control her temper, yeah, she I think punch she's someone. yeah, she doesn't punch Paul. Yeah, but I think Ruby can do yeah. it. I think she can pull it off. I think she's got the knowledge. She's got the skill. But she just might not pull out. Yeah, that is I think my, she might. <laughs> that is my main concern. But thank you for joining us, Julia. Where can people find you? So if, we, if we're going to search you on the internet. The internet. Um, on the wider web. Nick Grimshaw, Rude Cake. No. Okay, um, we're going to search No, um, I am Juliet Sear on Instagram. Juliet Sear underscore on Twitter. Thank you very much. Juliet <laughs> Sear.co.uk. And yeah. Anyway, that's me. And you've got several books out, which yes. we didn't really touch, and you're working on a new one at the moment, Just which we're not going to talk about. First day of shoot about. today, yes. Oh. First day, so yeah. How'd it go? Not bad. <laughs> not bad. That's just we're not we're, we're a bit behind, but that's how it goes. That's but just, yeah, no, it's exciting. That's how, okay, so we're going to look out for your book. Yeah, thank but you. We can't get details on that. But thank you so much for thank joining you. us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. This has been the first episode of Bake Off Undressed. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to this. And let's have a review too, because don't just be silent and anonymous behind that review. Tell us what you think. And also, get join in on social. Use hashtag Bake Off Undressed and tell us if you thought Terry should be knifed, like <laughs> Juliet thought. I don't think Terry deserves to die, personally, but we'll find out. We'll find out next week. So, we will see you guys next week for more Bake Off Undressed. The podcast is out every single Wednesday morning so that we can bless your ears with, like, travel time goodness. Bye. Bye. <laughs>